Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Bite Time. This is my first show. My first, my name is Terry Stephen Toot, and this is an interactive, not so much interactive, this is going to be comprehensive, you know, a small comprehensive way of looking at computers from home use and from our daily lives at work and just hanging around at home. So, yeah, so we are going to take a look at that, the aspects of communicating at home and just um, just doing simple things at home. So let's get to it. I'm gonna give you a, a brief history of myself. Um, I was not a person into technology. I was, it just, uh, fate came on to me to join the, the computerized world. Uh, I'm going to tell you the truth. Back in 1995, uh, I was laid off from a chemical plant job, uh, which I enjoy, believe it or not. And I got laid off and I got tired of working jobs, you know, warehouse jobs, factory jobs. And I got tired of, you know, working somewhere for a little while, and the next thing you know, you're laid off. So what I did was, uh, the time I was laid off, I took a computer class. And for some odd reason, you know, I had two left thumbs, those clueless, and I enjoyed it though. I really enjoyed it. And then at a twist of fate, I got a job, which I needed at the time, I got a job working for PNY which was the memory company. They started off in Munaki, New Jersey. Excuse me. They originally started in Brooklyn, New York. Then they moved out to a location in uh, Munaki, New Jersey. And then from there, they opened up a really big uh, facility in Parsippany, New Jersey, where they're residing right now since, oh, I'd say when we went out there, it was 1998, I think, 1998. It's a giant facility, which is located on Webro Road in Parsippany. And it was near a Lexus facility, and it was down the street from old Lucent Technologies. So uh, I started working there, and I was learning memory. What's a two-by-eight? What's a four-by-four? Um, I didn't know this stuff. I was clueless. Until the owner came by, Mr. Gotti Korn, he offered me a chance. He told me, listen. I'm going to help you to learn this memory. And from that point on, I was hooked. I couldn't believe it. I got, and then I got to learn how chips were coming across from overseas into the United States. So I had to learn what was a four by four. It was a four by four fast page, which was a two by eight fast page. These were um, computer memory that were used in the computers at the time and still today. So I was able to learn the basics of computer chips. And that was just, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Then from there, uh, PNY sent me to computer classes um, at a location that was one block away from Wall Street. And to this day, um, Mr. Gotti Cohen, if, I, if you hear me or someone passes the word along, and I just... Uh, Want you to know I appreciate what you did for me because if it weren't for you, 
I wouldn't be able to talk to these great people out here and to work different IT uh, positions that I have in the last 15 years. So I just want you to know, thank you very much. And also I want to send a big thank you. I know I want to send a big, this show is dedicated to my mother and father, God rest their souls. And, and one for them, I would not be here today. Uh, they came up the hard way, uh, not fully educated, and I was able to uh, grasp on education opportunities that are given to me. So, and, and I just want to say thank you to mom and dad, um, Mr. Harcourt too, and my mother Marie too, who just passed away two years ago. And, and I just want to say thank you. So, and that, on that tone, let's get started. So, you know, the last year and a half, things have changed with um, the pandemic, with a lot of companies that are working from home or, you know, a lot of companies working from home. So let's say, for instance, if you look for work for Chase Bank, um, uh, let's say Google, uh, Facebook, uh, Dell, and a lot of the large Fortune 500 companies that have people working from home. So what I'm trying to do, I'm not a guru whatsoever, and I'm just gonna give you a comprehensive idea of what type of computers and computing that, uh, that for me, like I said, I'm not a guru. I'm just gonna give you an idea of what, what should be done because I see people go to Best Buy, Microwave, and going to different stores and buying these expensive computers that are not necessary because you're not used to anything like that. So I just want, uh, like I said, I'm just gonna give you a comprehensive idea of what uh, would be best for people, you know, people working at home and also for the kids at home. Cause I saw, like I said, I saw a lot of kids, their uh, parents were buying these expensive i5, i7 processor notebooks computers and what was definitely not necessary. Okay. So let's get started. So, okay. What we're going to talk about is working from home. Uh, depends on what your field is. Say for instance, if you're working customer service, uh, technical support. So you're always communicating with someone at home. So you need to have a, a good computer cause you're going to be, uh, emailing, um, applications, emails, there's going to be a lot of communication between yourself and that customer out in the field. So you definitely need to have a decent computer. All right. So to me, a good computer, if you're working technical support, depending on if you get a computer from your job, say for instance, you get a computer from your job, it's already configured to the specs that they want you to have. Okay. And so most companies will put their own software in there or the applications that you need to communicate with your customer. Okay. So in that saying that say for instance, okay, I don't want to use a, um, a, comp a company laptop or notebook that has all the software and applications because you already know that it's being tracked and you don't like that. Okay. So say for instance, you go out and get a machine. Um, for customer service, because you're going to be communicating with people left and right, you're going to have 
conferences, Zoom conferences, um, or whatever you have, I would recommend a i5 processor with at least 500 gig hard drive, at least 16 gigs. Some people say eight gigs, maybe 12 to 16 gigs of memory on that machine. Um, you want to have at least two to three USB ports on there because you're going to be you're going to be connected with let's say uh, you got to have your unless you use a wireless mouse as a peripheral. Um, some people are using pens, those micro pens, and what else you could use? And your printers are wireless, so you don't need that. You'll need to be hot wired to that. Um, any kind of peripheral, because you're going to need that because you're communicating with people all the time. So, say for instance, I call then to let's say, uh, let's say if I call then to let's say Macintosh. Oh, let's let's go that. Let's go a different route. Let's say if I called in to Sennheiser, the people who make the really good uh, headphones, and I'm talking to them, they need to have a machine that's quite capable of listening to what I have to say. They're going to have a script in front of them that's going to you know it's going to listen to the customer first because I've done it. I've done customer service, so the purpose is they got to listen to the customer. The customer is always right. Okay, then. It'll pop up a screen and it'll give you choices which you're gonna to have to use. So in order to be to have communication, you gotta be able to have communicate properly with that person. So in order to work good, you gotta have a good computer. So to me, like I said, i5 processor is really good. Um a nice, nice, if you want to go with with a nice um Monitor HDMI the way to go. HDMI, you gotta have H. If you want to have a nice monitor, HDMI. Okay, the 720 is not getting it anymore. I'm sorry. Okay, a nice, I don't know, 24 inch monitor. Uh, monitor is great. All right, but that's for working customer service or any kind of I don't know. Let's say you're working Verizon, anything that has to do with a lot of technology. That would be perfect for working at home. And if anybody has suggestions, just chime in. Let me know. What do you think? All right. Um, I see a Ms. Jubal. Someone in my neighbor, Jubal. Okay. Thank you for joining. I appreciate that. Um, also, okay. So, and also I'm noticing that, like I said, during the pandemic, parents, like I said, were buying these kids. They were like, say, seven, eight years old. They're buying them expensive computers. The kids are only getting assignments from the schools. So most, like I saw in the news last year, a lot of schools were given the Chromebooks. Okay, the Chromebooks has got a, a dummy operating system, all right? And it connects anything, okay? So basically, what the schools had it configured, like once again, the schools are gonna, uh, they were giving the uh, Chromebooks to the kids, they're already configured, okay? Well, if mom and dad wanna spend money, on a high-end, I mean, a on a laptop or a Chromebook, or, okay, only thing he needs, I'm going to basically say this, children from the age, I'd say, from kindergarten to, like, say, sixth or seventh grade, they don't need a tricked-out MacBook. They don't need a tricked-out Dell. They don't need a tricked-out uh, ThinkPad. A simple Chromebook 
or a i3 processor is perfect for what they're going to be doing okay they don't need to have all the bells and whistles because they're not necessary okay they just need something where they're communicating with their teacher uh in school like i said a nice screen even a, a monitor be fine a nice you know hdmi monitor be perfect okay just gotta make sure you have the right uh connections for it but other than that it'll be i mean monitors fine but nowadays some of these uh, laptops and um especially the uh newer ones are coming out with uh with 19 20 10 80 dpi dots per inch people i'm sorry and those monitors are like really really good so um they could go that route but like i said kids that age from kindergarten till i say sixth seventh grade i'll say sixth grade they don't need to have tricked out machines now the older you get okay you're gonna need more you're gonna need better computing so i'm gonna say we'll go to eighth from eighth grade up to your senior year in high school kids mom and dad they're definitely gonna need a little bit uh of a more powerful machine like i said an i5 would be great because now that okay they're getting older they're going to learn more they're going to process more so you need a machine that's going to be able to process more so that that processor that intel processor the i5 will work for them perfectly until they graduate they can upgrade you know add uh more memory okay or and like i said high definition uh, monitor that'd be perfect but to upgrade to the i7 is not feasible okay so um, the high school kids, definitely, they would need a, a good i5 machine because they're going to be doing, um, you know, a lot of computing. Uh, so I say um, they're working on science projects in, in high school, let's say chemistry. They need something uh, with a nice processor to do computations and stuff like that. Or if they're even taking uh, computer programming classes, they definitely going to need that. All right. So that's something to think about for your kids, you know, growing up in years, because I'm 56 years old and we didn't have what they have today. We had those old computers. We're talking like if you want to look up when I was looking up colleges in 1983, don't say that too loud. Okay. Um, we had to put in a code and it was an old I'm gonna say this is 1983, so bear with me. So what we had were those little 3,000 baud rate computers, okay? But say, friends, you want to look up a school, say Columbia University or Cornell, places like that. So you had to put in a code, okay? Once you put that code in there, it's printing out all everything. And we're talking at least 30 pages of you wouldn't believe. And it was so slow. So you say you picked out a one school. I don't know, let's say, let's say Cornell, Columbia, or any school, any school. So you put that in, it would take at least 15 minutes to print all those, print out information about that one school. It was like the mimeograph, I guess that's what you call it. And it these big giant pieces of paper, giant, wrapped up, boom, 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 adding up, adding up. And it was so slow, so slow, because that, the processor was slow okay this is 1983 people not 2003 okay so 
that was that was something that that we thought that was the that was something that was great. But then people got smarter. Let's say let's go to nineteen. Uh, let's say ninety six when computers were really starting to take over. Windows three point one was out. Um, Microsoft Office, and then matter of fact, IBM had the Lotus Suite that was out, which was phenomenal. It was really good. Just almost the same as Microsoft Office. It was really good. That that program was really good. <clears throat> so I'm just giving you a history of things I've seen in the last ooh, almost 25 years, and it's been phenomenal. Who would have thought that we can have, we could communicate to one another in real time on computers with multiple people. Did anyone think about that? Like right now, if I really wanted to talk to some of you people that are out here, if I had a connection to you, we could talk to see each other um, right here. The technology has grown exponentially in the last 20 years. I mean, it's phenomenal what has happened, what's going on here. Uh, let's get back on uh, computing at home. So sorry about that. But it, it, goes, it really goes to show you that the computer world has really taken off. And I've been, appreci I've been appreciative of it. And I, I, I just love the technology that we have today. We didn't have this back in 1985. We didn't have this in, you know, 1978. You know what I mean? The coolest thing we had back then was a Commodore computer playing video games. Okay. All right, that was the coolest thing. Battlezone, Galaga, all those arcade games because the graphics were really good at that time. And they still are, believe it or not. Um, let's get back to com computing. Who And look at this medium. We're talking right now, podcasting. Whoever thought of that was brilliant. Okay, I'm talking to a medium out now because I have a computer, I have a microphone, and I can com com uh, communicate with you. This is a medium, okay? So, like I said, the technology has grown exponentially. And uh, what else we're we gonna talk about? Also, working from home is is like some people enjoy it working from home. I've done it; it's okay. Working from home, but sometimes you gotta be at the office. I'm I'm sorry, I'm old school, but I gotta be at the office. So. Um, it's okay to work from home. It's okay. Uh, unless you really, really need to. Uh, I don't, it's here there. You know what I mean? It doesn't make a difference to me. But other computers that uh, people are using are the iPads and tablets. Another, another crafty idea that came out. This, is, this, it's amazing how we can work from home with machines. They have processors that are just as good as some of the regular laptops and desktops. It's amazing. Like, say, for instance, on the, I have the Samsung A7 tablet. All right. I got 64 gigs of storage on it. Perfect for it. Okay. And it's got three gigs of RAM. Perfect. But what the things I do with it, only thing I do with my tablet is, you know, like say for instance, I'm watching 
I have the uh, apps, so I have ESPN on there. I might watch one game on the tablet, okay? And then I'll have another game on TV. So I have two different mediums working at the same time. This is the technology that we have, people, and it's not going away. From This is great, using these technologies. And it's got a 1.5 gigahertz quad processor on a Android 4.4 OS. You can't go wrong. It's it's unbelievable. Another uh, device that's uh, great are the Apple um, iPads. Um, I personally don't have one, but I have friends that have them, and they're telling me that the iPads they just love the iPads, and they and I think they're one of the premier um, machines that are out there. They're very good, and I've only—I'm not a big Apple person, but you can't go wrong with them. Steve Jobs—they built their company into a mammoth. I mean, they are—they are. That is a one. I've never been out to um, Silicon Valley to see what they have out there, but it's—I read on them all the time, and it's phenomenal what they have out there. And you can't go wrong with the iPads. They're great to work with. Like I said, I have a um, tablet, Samsung, two tablets from Samsung, and they just don't have the power and the capabilities of the iPad. iPads are very good. I recommend them highly to everyone. If you can't afford that, you can try the, like I said, Samsung makes phenomenal tablets too. So you can try those. Also, um, like I said, and then we're going to talk another thing too, using um, i3 processors. I pre, I, i3 processors are great for everyday use. Like say, for instance, you want to pay bills with it. You um, say, for instance, like I said, pay bills, maybe watch a little Hulu, uh, Netflix, that type of thing. And for just simple streaming, those things are perfect. Perfect for home. Great. But when you start talking about downloading movies and pictures, you're going to run into problems, people, because those i3 processors are not going to be able to handle it, okay? Sometimes when you use up because movies, those MPEG files take a lot of space on your hard drive. If you're going to start downloading movies, I recommend getting a portable um, external hard drive, Western Digital. I They're great. One terabyte is going to take forever to load that thing up. I would not recommend loading a lot of movies, um, pictures on your computer unless you have a a one terabyte hard drive, and even that's even that's questionable. I, I would still put it on external, um, especially movies, pictures. You can get away with it. Music too. But movies, I would not do that because it's going to take up a lot of room in your hard drive. And you don't want to have it where it's frozen. You can't do anything. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. You're saying, why did I do that? Well, someone help me, help me. So you're working on a hard drive. You're trying to delete all that stuff, all that stuff off of there because you got too much stuff on your hard drive. Just get an external, get yourself an external hard drive. And I'm telling you, plug it into the USB port. And guess what? You'll be fine. You'll be fine, people. That's the problem. I think these manufacturers, 
some of these people are just making people so paranoid. So like last year, like uh, I heard out in um, Fairfax County, Virginia, that people were getting all paranoid because they don't know if their machines are going to work. They're going to work, people. But like I said, the kids don't need the high-end machines. Little Billy in second grade, little Sarah in fourth grade. She doesn't need a tricked-out machine, mom and dad. Listen to your professionals. Listen to the people that tell you. You don't need that. Don't listen to what other kids have. Okay? They don't need you don't, don't listen to them. Get what you think is good for you, what you can afford. All right. And the adults. Uh, I, I just want to say that, including my son. My son's grown, but um the, the adults, mom and dad, uh, and you know what you're working with, well, price range for your computers for your kids. Get the best thing that's that you feel is for them. Okay, don't get them a high-end machine because it's not necessary. Computing at home is is really taken off in the last ten years. Um, like I said, we're able to communicate by by web conferences. The webcams that are built into your laptops, uh, someone might be seven seven twenty, or you can buy an external camera. We can have a 10, 1080. I mean, it's 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 re, it's remarkable what has gone what has gone on in the last twenty and like I said, in the last twenty years. Home computers, unbelievable. You can take your tablet, like my tablet, my a tablet that I have, and you can do it also on the iPads. There's an icon in the top right hand corner where you could put, like, say you listen to something on YouTube, and put it on your TV if you don't have a smart TV. I have a smart TV, so if I wanted to see that particular video that I'm listening to through my surround sound, I can press the little icon in the top right corner and put it on the TV and you can see it. 1920 by 1080. That looks good. <laughs> so yeah, if the people have questions, uh, they want to send it in, I'll be grateful for that. I appreciate the listeners that we have here that are on and and I really do, really do appreciate it. Really do appreciate it. Um, what else we could talk about? Uh, let's talk about a little sports. I, I promise I would talk a little sports real quick. I got like four minutes. Let's get to right now. I'm watching the college football. I know I mean I don't know how many people out there watch college football. I'm a big college basketball fanatic. Okay, so when we talk next week, we're gonna talk beginning part of the, uh, college basketball. So I want everybody to know that. Mr. Terry too talks a lot about sports, so we're going to talk about that real quick. If you're a college basketball, a college basketball, a college football fanatic, this is the time of year where teams are it's getting close to the end of the season and getting close to the playoffs. So we want I enjoy that. And right now, I'm going to give you some scores to the game. Alabama's up 42 to three. Michigan over Penn State 7-3. Oklahoma and Baylor are tied 7-7 in the second quarter. Uh, Auburn is putting the you-know-what on old uh, Mississippi State 28-3. Wisconsin 21-0 over Northwestern Wildcats. And these are the, uh, the top scores from the big boys uh, that are playing right now. Uh, last night, I watched a really good game, college basketball, Villanova and UCLA. People. If you ever get a chance, go to the University of California at Los Angeles in Westwood. That is by far the most beautiful campus for a public university to go to. 
I'm 56 years old. If they told me they got a scholarship for me to go there right now, I would go right now. That is so beautiful. When I went there back in 1999 for a wedding, I couldn't believe how pretty the palm trees were and just the whole atmosphere. I no wonder Kareem Abdul-Jabbar left Harlem and went to school out in, excuse me, he left Queens, New York, and went to school out in California. Hell, I would have gone too. I would have gone too. It is beautiful out there. And if you get a chance, I don't know how, how if some of you have uh, traveled, but if you've ever gone on the Pacific Coast Highway and you go through Bel Air, um, that area, oh, it is so beautiful. I could never live in uh, California. Not my type. Not my not my type of thing to do. But it is beautiful. We uh, stopped by Pepperdine University. Right across the street was the uh, Pacific Ocean. How do you go to class out there, people? How do you go to class? And all you see out there, the Mercedes, the Jags, and everything out there. Beautiful. I couldn't live out there, people. Okay? Not for me. But it's beautiful. California's beautiful. Because California people don't get mad at me. So, um, yeah. So, technology has taken off in the last 20 years. And last 10 years at home. Okay? The Bluetooth connections that are on here. Phenomenal. Okay? I can connect my laptop to the surround sound system and if i'm doing customer service i can hear every they can i can hear everything around in the surround sound environment so the technology has taken off and especially for working at home you can't go wrong people i'm just telling you, you cannot go wrong and it's just I'm blessed to see this. You know what I mean? I'm, like I said, my mother and father are not here anymore. And they, they were not that educated. But like I said, I'm blessed that they were able to let me learn things, learn technologies. I didn't finish college, but I am CompTIA approved with my SEC Plus since 2013. Thank you very much. And I, I it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable that the technology, and to top it off, you got, you got the pioneers, you got your Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, uh, the guys at Google, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. These guys are just, I mean, Steve Jobs, God rest his soul, he was a genius. He was a genius. You cannot tell me how does a guy walk away from a company, he started up, goes away, and, and Pixar, he makes billions and billions of dollars for Pixar. The guy was a genius. Then he goes back to Apple. What does he do? He created a mammoth of a technology company worldwide. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, great. Um, my, my first show. And I really want to thank the people that joined in. And like I said, don't waste, don't spend your money on our high-end computers. Don't don't listen to people the catchy commercials between Dell, Macintosh. I mean Dell, Apple, Acer, uh, who else? Lenovo. Don't listen to manufacturers those swift little commercials. Do your research and make sure to check your your pockets. 
to make sure you got enough money to buy those machines. Because some of them, once you get up in class, they get higher in price. Uh, the specs on there, like I said, it might start off at $500. Next thing you know, the machine's like eight, $900. Okay. But make sure you check out the specs. And talk, uh, and if worse comes to worse, you call them. You call up the customer service, the technical support guy at the Dell, at Apple, at Lenovo. They're very helpful. I, I Listen, before I bought my ThinkPad, I reached out to them. And I've been in the business 20-some years. But I still reached out to them just to verify because sometimes they build these machines and then you go home and look at the specs. They're not there. What you're looking for. And then you got to go through the whole gamut, return the machine back, and then tell them, hey, I don't like this. So, but anyway, I really do appreciate it. I had a good time talking to everyone. Um, next week's show, we're going to talk about using computers in different mediums. All right. And I just want everyone to know thank you very much. And I appreciate this. And I just want to say one thing. Whatever you do in life, you strive for the best because the best is yet to come from yourself. Don't let anyone stand in your way because you're going to continue to work hard. It's going to take a time. It's going to take a little time, but guess what? You're going to work hard and you're going to get to that point. And you're going to tell the detractors, listen, I got here. You didn't. And you're going to congratulate yourself for working so hard. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, it's been great. And I hope to hear you next week. And you guys have a good day.